So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Yes, you are okay. listening to the Married Pernod Life Podcast, episode nine. That's crazy. Nine. We're moving right along, trucking in this thing. Nine down. What? Yes. Yeah, so what are we talking about today, husband? Today, we are talking about effective communication exercises. Mm. And I just want to put an emphasis on the word exercises. exercises. <laughs> so it's not going to be something that you do once and then you no longer have to do it again, but you'll always be implementing these uh, healthy Ex- habits. Exercises. Yep. Yeah. So this is really what we're talking about, how successful marriagepreneurs talk to one another. You know, this month we're talking about communication within marriage, within business, um, you know, healthy habits and not so healthy habits, breaking old habits, rebuilding, all these things that are really needed to make sure that we are, as you're building and launching, growing your capacity in your business, that you're doing that without sacrificing the the peace and the unity within within your marriage. Absolutely. So these are effective communication exercises. Basically, this is how successful marriagepreneurs talk to one another. Yes. So... <laughs> Here's the deal. All right. There's an issue with it. There's a challenge with it because pure, pure, <laughs> poor communication makes marriage painful yep. and it makes business extremely difficult. You ain't lying. Been there, done that. I'm telling you, when communication is not what it needs to be, people have misunderstandings. Yes. They take things out of context. Got attitudes galore. People all of a sudden become defensive. Side-eyeing. I mean, all types of things. And it just really makes for a very unpleasant experience. Head tilting. All of it. All that stuff. Yeah. So this is what we promise. After this episode, this is what you're going to walk away with. You guys are going to walk away with techniques that we use um, quite frequently, I would say, um, that we're, that are going to help you minimize any arguments. And disagreements is cool, but when it gets to arguing, like... You know, after argument, after argument, that just wears and tears on you. So you're going to we're going to go over just some techniques that help minimize that. And then also um, techniques that are going to help you all create a higher culture of peace, of higher peace um, and unity uh, and connectivity, too. That really makes solutions come easy and really keep you all on the same page and not getting in like two different pages and two different chapters and two different books. We want to stay on the same page, same book, all that great stuff. And let me just say this really quickly. If you mm-hmm. do this this way. Um, one thing that we can assure is that mm-hmm. whatever challenges you guys are facing in both marriage and business, mm-hmm. you will find that you will arrive at solutions faster. That's true. That's so true. Because then you're not fighting against one another. Like even in your head, you may be like, well, I'm not saying nothing out, you know, with my mouth. But if you're fighting with one another in your head or in your heart, that there's an underlying um that underlying kind of division that underlining speak, mm-hmm. under yeah lining and division that that speaks really loudly more loud i would say than your actual words that, totally right so nobody can hide what's in their heart yeah so mm, speak on that so this reminds me of a time i can just remember when we um a few years ago yeah and people have heard us make mention of this story before about how we moved out of our house yeah and i'm gonna say abruptly in the sense of when we 
finally decided to do it, it was a seven-day period. Seven-day turnaround. From the moment we decided to leave our primary residence and actually become real estate investors, meaning we had tenants in that house in seven days. Right. We made the decision on Saturday night, and them folks moved in Saturday afternoon. That that next Saturday. The next Saturday afternoon. And the crazy thing is, we were like, where were we going to (laughs) go? Yeah. You know, we're investors now, but like going So just home. imagine that. Just imagine getting on the same page about leaving your home, yeah. not knowing where you're going to go, having one. a lot of unanswered questions. The only question you had answered was, we're going to do this now. But right. everything else was a question mark. Right. If you don't think that that could have caused tension and strife, yeah. I'm here to tell you. And everybody was like, all of our friends were like, wow, the main thing is, I'm just amazed that y'all are in agreement. That's just so dope that y'all are on the same page. And we're like, we can't afford, like, this is the one time we cannot afford not to be in agreement, right? So there was, um, that didn't come overnight. It was a good eight, well, seven, well, five years in the making as far as marriage was concerned, I think, at that six. point. Six. years. Six years in the making. Years? Yeah. And I think your point is we had exercises that Leading we were doing that. Yeah. that made that experience much easier that really matured us over the years and um i think sometimes when you just constantly or intentionally working on a thing it becomes easier for you to do it and then sometimes you don't really break it down like you don't really think about the steps well you do this first then you do this then you do you know you don't really think about that like it really didn't dawn on us until people started saying well how do y'all do this how do you stay on the same page like that's a major move that's a major thing and you know um it wasn't like we were I mean, we were excited about it, but at the same time, we really weren't. There was a lot of uncertainty as far as like our next steps, but we knew we both were at peace about it. So, you know, you can have peace with uncertainty and um, that's a that's that supernatural peace, you know. Absolutely. Um, but you, you can really jack that supernatural peace up with disagreements um, and, and strife. Totally. Right. So we made definitely a, um, a point to 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 stay on that same page. And that's really helped us um, to where we are now with like almost. Two and a half years. Two years and some change after that. Yeah. After that incident, two years and some yeah, change. Yeah. That's crazy. So, um, we, and we still together. We still like each other. You like me? Absolutely. Okay, good. Cause I like you. So, anyway, we want to just share just some things that we worked on, leaving even up to that major change, and even to where we are now. It's still the huge transition that we're um, working through, and. Um, I'm sure we'll share more as we continue on in each episode. But I'll, I'll say this, that the main thing that has really helped us enjoy as much as possible the journey of transitioning is um, the is knowing that there are boundaries that we won't cross with one another. There's mm-hmm. not going to be any name calling mm-hmm. um, when we don't agree or just don't see eye to eye on something. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be... Um, certain, you know, attitudes or if there are attitudes <laughs> given from especially myself and even you too, you've done it, that we, you know, we really work on um, on asking for forgive- forgiveness quickly just so we can kind of, let's get, okay, let's move on. Let's get past this part and let's yeah. mature and grow in it. But, you know, th- 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 I think those are really the outward things. I think what we want to just share about is like the, the things that we can work from the inside and then that lead us to that place. Yeah, can I say something really quick about the outward things? Yeah. Two words. Words and tone. Words Mm. and tone. Words and tone. Hear me. Mm. Words and tone matter. Matter. You want to make sure that you are thinking about your words before you're saying them. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure that you're not being um, 
having a knee-jerk reaction where your yes, tone, because you can have the right word the with the tone. wrong tone, and then the whole thing is you got to have words and tones yes, both need so to be in alignment. Good. Yes, this is so good. I'm oof. definitely um, being worked on in that area too, just making sure, because you can be right and be wrong at the same time. So, um, well, let's talk about this. Uh, the exercises, we can just jump right into it, I guess, right? Yeah. So, like, the first one, I think this is probably the most critical of them all, um, one of the most critical, at least, um, is the language of body language. Mm-hmm. Body language absolutely matters. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is, is that words hit the conscious, but body language hits the subconscious, mm-hmm. and people associate body language something i learned something i learned from one of my coaches is words have history so the words we use may mean one thing to us but they mean something else to somebody else depending on how that word was used but body language also has history so if a person was used to somebody not giving them receptive body language, then when you don't give your spouse a receptive body language or receptive uh, uh, nonverbal cues or signals, then Mm. if they felt rejected before, Mm. they're going to feel rejected now, even though it's not your intent to reject them or make them feel rejected. But because of the history of what that posture or what that body language, that nonverbal cue meant to them, it influences how you or how you're communicating to them now. So you take a person where people looked each other in the eye, squared shoulders, feet, toes facing one another, sort of what we call toes to toes and nose to nose. If they came from that type of a culture of communicating, but you came from a culture of communicating where maybe people didn't always do that maybe they would talk to each other from different rooms right then for you that's normal but for the other person that's not normal and they can define it in a way that says hey you're not giving me the courtesy or the respect that i need even though that wasn't your intention so the first one is the language of body language because nonverbal cues send signals yes um, we were talking about a quick story. Um, we were talking about this early about driving in the car mm-hmm. and how this really relates to us. You were about to share with me the the story that you were going to share. Yeah, so like driving in the car. So we talked. Mm-hmm. And right. what ends up happening is, is, generally speaking, I'm the one driving. So what happens is, obviously, I have to pay attention to the roads. So I'm not always able to give you the kind of... Um, eye contact for obvious reasons. I can't Mm -hmm. square my shoulders to you because we're both sitting in a car and I'm the one doing the driving. So I have to rely on other Mm -hmm. nonverbal cues that help you know. I mean, you know that I'm listening to you. At least I hope you think I do. I remember one time we were driving in a car and I was like, I'm sitting right here. I'm like less than three inches away from you. You, I don't remember what you said, but whatever it was, you felt like I wasn't giving you the kind of attention. I'm thinking to myself, how much closer can I be? And it wasn't even about proximity to me. It was about like your response, your your non um, nonverbal responses. So I think for you, you were thinking, oh, because I'm in, you're in earshot, like you're sitting directly next to me, that that automatically meant that you were plugged in and you were present. But I didn't think. I was like, I don't know. Are you? I can see that you, your body is here, but is your mind here? So I think um, in those type of situations, that body language, exact exactly what you're talking about right now. 
makes a huge, huge difference, especially if you're in a situation where you're driving. What you do now, though, is like you'll you'll shake your head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. I hear you know you'll even respond back, and that tells me like, okay, he's with me. Otherwise, I'm like, um, did you hear what I just said? <laughs> so yeah, we've been learning over the years with that. So that's the first one. Um, the second thing, definitely a second exercise that we often put into use is assume that we don't understand that we don't understand what the other person is saying and then just ask for clarity so instead of assuming that we do understand and responding to our assumption um it's best to take the the non-assumptive road or assumptive road but assuming that you don't understand and then just ask for clarity and then i would say a quick example of this is uh, recently <laughs> and you've said this we've had this conversation these are exercises like you said before that you, you know you have to do them over and over and over again you don't just go work out one time and be like okay i'm fit i'm an athlete no an athlete is someone who does it over and over and over again and so this is we really want to um, stretch our athleticism when it comes to these effective communication exercises because you just you're just going to get stronger so you've said this over the years you've often said okay you'll use this exercise on me I'll explain something and then at the end before you respond you have the the self-control and the restraint to say so what if I'm understanding you correctly what you're saying is and then you'll repeat it back to me and then I'll say yes or I'll say no and then from there you'll respond which I always like admire that and so um what we were doing last week, we were talking on the couch, we were, something was going on and there was just a, just a moment of miscommunication and I started responding to something that I thought you were saying, but you weren't even talking about that. And then you came back to me and you were like, you know what, what I would prefer, you got a little irritated with me. You were like, you know, I just would prefer that if you could just ask me first and like repeat back to me what I'm saying and so as we go on, we don't, we can not waste, because we were wasting like five, 10 minutes going back and forth about something that could have just been squashed. Remember that? I don't remember what it was, but it was something that was really insignificant. Well, it was something that wasn't the, the point that became the right. point. Right. And that can happen real, real quick if, um, if we're not really focused on, on really effective communication. So anyway, you were like, listen, next time, can you just ask me and say, so what you're saying is like, just get clarity, repeat to me what I'm saying so I can make sure that I understand that you understand me correctly. And what I did in that moment, I said, okay, so what you're saying is you would like me for me to repeat back to you what, whatever your point is, just to make sure that I'm clear on that. And then you like put this smirk on your face and then you gave me a fist, a fist bump. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, yes. And so, um, I was like, okay, so that just in that moment, it wasn't it wasn't like me saying had i just said yes then i really would would have been delaying and and using that skill right away yeah right? i'll just say this about that it's better to to invest 30 seconds getting clear mm -hmm. than to waste 10 minutes mm -hmm. off of a tangent and something that wasn't even the point wasting time those 10 minutes turn into other 10 minutes and you know that and then it just kind of gets it wears on you and then on your day it wears on your attitude and your and your energy and then it's like the days doesn't even feel the same you just like my goodness like why do we even start this let's just start all over again so yeah so yeah the third and final exercise of effective communication for today um for today <laughs> is ask basically check your spouse's feelings and thoughts Ask them to reiterate what they're thinking and feeling after the conversation has ended. So let me say it this way. Mm -hmm. Get periods, not commas. Okay. You want to go for the period. You want to go for the, basically, are we good? 
oh yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that when when I said, how do you feel about this conversation mm-hmm. now that we've had it? Mm-hmm. I feel good. Or somebody will say, eh, I'm okay, but I'm still a little unclear. Yeah. If you leave an open loop, mm-hmm. oftentimes people, because they're tired of mm-hmm. talking for 15, 20 minutes, a half hour, hour, they may not be clear, but they won't even say it. Right. Because nobody feels like going down that block again. And so what has to happen is is it's important that you let your spouse know that it's important to you that both of you mm-hmm. conclude this conversation on the same page. Yeah. That's Even so if the same page is, we'll pick this back up later. Yeah. And sometimes we do that too. And I think that's so important because if you just leave a conversation thinking you're good and not assured or concerned that your spouse is good, then it's like... And then you just know this, it, it will come up again. And it may not come up in the same way. Totally true. But it will come up again in something else. You're like, what? I thought we talked about that. We handled that. And then that's going to be like, well, no, but you didn't say, but I never agreed with this. And then I didn't understand, you know, and it's all this. And sometimes in the moment, it's kind of difficult to articulate what we're really feeling, especially when we're not being asked what we're really feeling um, and and really giving us an opportunity to think on, okay, what do I feel about this? What Am I good with this? Am I good with that? Right. right. And then, um, then you, you allow that moment to pass by without even tapping into that really just a rich a rich opportunity totally a rich rich opportunity totally so yeah so you know just to revisit these three Mm -hmm. um they're very important is one the language of body language Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that your nonverbal signals are Mm -hmm. sending the right message okay number two you want to make sure that um you uh uh, make no assumptions. Mm-hmm. Assume you don't understand and ask for clarity. Mm-hmm. So, if, so, so if I'm understanding you correctly, I'm hearing you say, and then you replay it back to them mm-hmm. and gives them an opportunity to either add more clarity or say, yep, that's what I'm saying. And then third, finally, is, um, you know, do a checkup at the end of the conversation. You know, reiterate what, you know, get the, give them a chance to, to, to reiterate what they're thinking mm. um, and what they're feeling. Basically, you want to go for the period, not just the comma. That's good. Leave no open loops. That's good. Hopefully, these exercises, um, although very simple, but yet um, effective, hopefully that you all will take a, a moment to, to implement them. And maybe you already are, and kudos to you if you are. Um, but if not, I think these are a great place to start and just to continue to grow as you all are building that business and uh, definitely building your marriage as well. So um, with that being said, if you all enjoy this episode, which I hope you do, we hope you do, um, make sure you go ahead and subscribe for those iTunes listeners and um, leave us a review. Yep. That would be awesome. Leave us a review, rate and review. Yeah. Yep. Subscribe, write a review, give us a rating. How about that? Hopefully it's a good one though. Like all five stars, that would be great. That yeah. would be amazing. All right. Awesome. All right. See you in the next episode. Yeah, have a good Peace. One. Peace out. Want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless maripreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are maripreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.